Hey, good people. Y'all, I have literally been thinking about how I need to do a better job of scheduling out my podcast because this randomness is not going to work. It's not going to work, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of my new subscribers. Thank you to all the dope people who listened to my introduction. I know it's been a minute since then. Um, but I'm going to do a better job, like I mentioned, of doing this regularly. But happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's Sunday, just to let y'all know. Um, there's been something that I've been meaning to talk about for a minute now. So I'm just really excited that I could share um, share this. And I feel like it's it's one of the biggest lessons I've learned so far this year. And it's what we just came into the fifth month of the year and this lesson was so necessary for me so necessary so I can't wait to get into it um before I do I do I do want to touch on the fact that self-reflection is absolutely a must I feel like as adults Um, Just as humans, if we don't take the time to self-reflect, whether it's on your success, if it's on your failures or what you consider to be success or failures, um, whether it's on the things you did that you shouldn't have done, whether it's something that's heavy on your heart, it's always good to self-reflect. For me, I self-reflect generally to just to see how I could better myself. Um, Like I said in the last podcast, I don't think that there's anyone that could be harder on me than me. I think majorly that's why the things folks do usually do not get to me because I'm like, dude, I thought about that. I already processed it. How you feel about it at this moment uh, doesn't really affect me much because I've already processed it, analyzed it, and came to peace with it. Um, but self reflection is extremely necessary i think it's something that should happen on a daily basis um even like just after a a a day of work just come home and self-reflect reflect on what could you have done better um was there better use of your time during the day um maybe there was a negative thought you carried throughout the day that you shouldn't have um because i strongly believe that the seed you plant inside of you um is what's going to manifest of it's what's going to grow we're incubators think of yourself as a soil whatever it is you plant inside of you whether it's towards somebody whether it's towards your job whether is towards a situation if you just harness hatred for something it's going to grow if you harness dislike for something it's going to grow um but i feel like i'm i'm going now more into my topic of the day so i'm gonna take it back a little bit but i i do want to just point out that self-reflection is extremely necessary um because i i couldn't think of of a better way to to grow um than to at least self-reflect every day write down your thoughts and and learn from them but the topic of today is yeah i struggled with this one um 
I had two options that I was thinking about. The first one was um, above sea level. And by sea, I mean S-E-E, not S-E-A. The first one is above sea level. Um, And then the second topic that I, I struggled with was focus on your focus generally they're gonna talk about the same thing um it's it's the same same thought process that provokes those two topics i don't know what to choose so i'm gonna just do both right because they're interchangeable in in what i'm about to talk about so i mentioned earlier about how this year um now being in the fifth month or just starting the fifth month of the year how this is like the greatest lesson I've learned is keeping your eyes above sea level um again by sea I mean s-e-e level um or better yet just focus on your focus this year has taught me that incredibly more than anything else um so I I grew up as you guys know I'm Nigerian I grew up in a very traditional Nigerian home and my grandma being the the genius that she is and and just the person that she is like poured a lot into us even little things now that I'm picking up as an adult that that were that are so relevant now but as a child you're like huh what are you talking about so my grandmother is uh die-hard believer of focusing on yourself she always used to say this she would say when we were younger um if if i only had one shirt or one piece of cloth i will wash that cloth i will treat that cloth like it's gold and i will focus on what i have so basically like don't look at the things that other people have don't focus on other people's focus focus on your own focus um, and just see above sea level. So the sea above sea level, um, I guess, stem from like we're living in a, a day and age where our majority of our lives are spent on social media. And I think that we're so programmed to it now that it's even difficult to control. It's almost like an addiction. Not even almost. It is an addiction. We're addicted to technology. We're a lot lazier. And I feel like as the as the world evolves and and this generation and the next generation and a few more generations to come, as it expands, we're gonna be more and more lazier. Um, we're pushing towards, in my opinion, a time in history where people think about working smart and not working hard. I, for one, think that both of those two things are necessary, and also very codependent on one another you can be smart all you want if you're not a hard worker if you're not putting your thoughts into actions then 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 what's the point right um but my grandmother always instilled that in us growing up um that you should focus on the things you have you shouldn't look at other things that other people have another thing that she she always used to say that would forever stick with me she would say look at your fingers no one finger in your hand are equal no one finger in your hand are the same height they're all at different heights because 
they all serve a purpose where they are. So you shouldn't compare, your pinky shouldn't compare itself to, to the thumb, and your thumb shouldn't compare itself to the index finger, and the index finger shouldn't compare itself to the pinky. It's just... It's just, it's just what it is, right? Like, so above sea level, that reference, like I said, because we live in a day and age where everybody posts the best version of themselves, right? Like, every now and then you see people who, like, post ordinary version of themselves. For instance, take Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, what, last year or two years ago, um, started this campaign about loving yourself, and she mention that to for her to promote that campaign what she thinks is that women should be barefaced be your best self just the way you are and if people are gonna like you they're gonna like you if they're not gonna like you that's their business and lord jesus people came for her boy did they come for her um people were like oh it's easy for you to say that you probably have the you have money so you could buy the best moisturizer people are like you have access to money so you could see the best dermatologist if i am poor and i have skin problem you're advising me to be myself and people will accept me but they would not i think generally like i understand like her course of conversation around being yourself because at the end of the day who do you go to bed with right like who do you end your day with you it's yourself like I spend more time with myself as an adult than I do with any one single person and I enjoy it so terribly much it's actually bad I could be home all day on a weekend Saturday and Sunday and read a book cook clean and just spend like much needed time with myself catch up on my shows and still don't feel like I'm missing anything out there um so I get where Alicia Keys was coming from um I think probably because she's a celebrity she was attacked and and I mean the lady is low-key flawless her skin is beautiful so it's it's harder to sell that point to someone who has problem skin. Like me, for instance, I've always had a problem skin, always had acne growing up, and I'm still getting to the point in my life where I'm starting to be comfortable with my skin, comfortable with being barefaced, and I'm not there yet completely, but I'm 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 comfortable. And also like you I don't feel like anybody could tell me shit about my skin or about myself. So there's that part. It's going to be a little bit harder for anybody to break me, but um, I get where she was coming from, and I felt like it was coming from a good place. Back to the topic. Focusing on your focus or looking above sea level. Um, I have quite a few friends this year that that I've, I've learned a few things from, and even just also learning from myself, and... I would say, just to be transparent, the beginning of, um, well, I just turned 29, um, and I feel like I'm one of those people who bloomed really early. Um, I feel like that the personal goals that I've set for myself, I've managed to accomplish them, 
and every now and then I find myself in this in this moment of okay what's next and I'm ridiculously ambitious like I I I if I want something I stop at nothing to go and get it um but then you do that and you do that and you do that and you come to a place in your life where you're stuck and I felt like I experienced that a lot the beginning of the year just being in a place of okay what's next that and also being in a place of there were other goals that I set for myself that I've not got into yet how do I pivot from where I'm at to get to there um and as I talk more with a, a couple of friends of mine and colleagues I learned that a lot of people are like going through that same thing and I feel like more and more every day we're more aware of the things that we have not accomplished because we get access to see the things that other people have accomplished, right? Like I said earlier, no one posts their failures on social media. No one says, hey, let me tell you how I failed 50 times. Let me show you how I failed 50 times and and then show you how I won one time. Um, we're prone to, to show people our successes. And the problem with that and what I what I foresee to be a bigger problem later on in the future is that people are not learning how to fail. Like we often and almost always view failure as the enemy. Failure is not the enemy. Failure is the best teacher you could ever have. Here, here's why. If you learn how to do something the very first time and you did it perfectly, half of us do not take the time to document how we did that properly. Let me say that again. If you do something for the very first time and it turned out great, half of us do not take the time to document what we did and how and why it turned out great. But on the flip side, if you do something the first time and you fail, you already have a written record of, okay, I know I'm not trying this shit again. What's next? What's the other best way to do it? If you fail the second time, you now have a second record of, okay, so this and this combination did not work. Can I try it this way the third time? And you try it again and you feel like failure teaches you the best things it teaches you it teaches you resilience it teaches you to try harder it teaches you to think better it just teaches you to show up with your best self and I'm almost scared that because we see people's successes so much and don't experience their failures that the next generation of folks we're raising would not get to understand what the process is right like here's another reason i'm saying this i um i run a consulting firm and um last year we had a couple of of staff who were pretty pretty awesome people um i remember one of my staff just um not being her best 
best self, not showing up in the way that she could show up or the way that I believe she could show up or even just meeting the basic requirement of her job. Um, And I remember sitting her down and talking to her like, hey, uh, you know, here, here are things I'm starting to notice. Here's where you're dropping the ball. Here's how I feel you could pick up the ball. Like, I believe in you. You could do it. You know, like giving words of motivation instead of just going head first to say, hey, you fucked up this time. You fucked up this time. You're fired. Like taking the time to pour into her and saying, this is what I noticed. This is what you could do. This is what you could do better. You would not believe that after that meeting I had with this this particular staff, same day. Same day, I I tell no lies. Same day, she sent me an email saying I acknowledge. Um, I acknowledge what, what you, the areas of improvement that I need to work on. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me about it. Oh, also, can I get a raise? In the same email. I'm like, dude, you've worked here for less than six months. One. Secondly, your job performance is low. It's bad. It's it's not working out. I am literally coaching you on how to be better at your job that you've had for less than six months. And in your confirmation email to tell me that you acknowledge what I was saying, you asked me for a raise. I was stunned, stunned, because I have, I have just, in all my lives of living, I have just never experienced that before. I was like, is this, is this, is this chick serious? Um, but I was so stunned. But again, like it just it plays into that this new age. I hate to say it because I feel like I'm a part of the new age, but it plays into this new age millennial, maybe not even millennial because she was way younger, uh, you know, Generation X. Just the mindset of I deserve, I deserve, I should have, I should have, but no one is willing to work. No one is willing to take correction properly. No one is willing to take constructive criticism. You feel like you should be making more money. You feel like you should be earning more money. You feel like you're smarter than everybody else in the room. You feel, you feel, you feel, but you have zero work ethic to back up what you feel you deserve. That is ridiculous. And I hate to say it, but because we, we're, we're in this, in this technology-driven age where we see everybody's successes, we see what people have, but we don't see the path it took them to get there. We don't see the hard work. We don't see the sleepless nights. We don't see the tears. We don't see the pain. We don't see the neglect of family and friends. We don't see the all-nighters. We don't see any of that. So this newer generation is not prone to believe that success happened overnight, that you're just supposed to wake up and get it, that you're supposed to put up 
three, four, five posts on Instagram and get 50,000 followers. And if you get 50,000 followers, everything will be okay. But in a market that is so saturated of influencers, how much longer do you think that market could sustain itself? If everybody have access to the same market, think about it. So I feel like I've gone on a, t- on a rant for a minute there. Um, we just have to be able to focus on our focus. Like what are, what are the things that you do that you do well? How could you do it better? Improve on it. But even just in more than improving on it, how could you teach it to someone else? I always think of myself in this way. If I left a place today and I have not either one helped someone behind me step up, I have not led people to feel like they could do better, I have not showed people how to do better, I feel that I I have failed. Because my job, I've always worked in leadership roles. My entire career, I, I, I feel like... I graduated from college and just I've gotten stuck in a leadership role to the next and to the next and to the next and I'm super grateful for it Um, but I, I also think about it as a challenge if I am not leaving a specific situation whether it be a job whether it be an internship whatever it may be a fellowship and not helping somebody behind me or teaching somebody behind me at least what I learned, how I learned it, or how I failed, or how they could do better, I feel that I have failed. It's really just that simple. But again, we're we're so in this age where folks don't wanna they don't wanna learn. If it's not the glitz and the glam, if it's not it looks this way, if it doesn't look this way or sound this way, if it's not this filter on social media, if it's not this, that, and the other, people don't want to work hard anymore. So then what happens? What happens when we have a generation full of people thinking smart and not working hard? Maybe it turned out great, maybe it wouldn't. But... I'm both concerned and excited to see. Um, just a few tips I want to leave before I round up round up this this conversation is the idea of focusing on your own focus does not mean you alienate everybody else. It doesn't mean you step over people. It means that you, reduce yourself to a sponge a sponge is just a sponge right you think about a sponge you think about it helps you clean it helps you do well mostly clean but there's one one um what's the word i'm looking for here attribute that a sponge has that nobody quite always think about is it absorbs a sponge absorbs anything you put into it. It absorbs water. It absorbs detergent. And then it helps it spread out. You put water and soap in a sponge, rub it a couple of times, what do you get? Bubbles. 
a key point I'm focusing on your focus is absorbing all the information that are available to you, even directly available to you or in passing. Absorb it. How could I be better? That is where things like self-reflection come in. How could I be better? What could I have done differently? Serve as a, as a sponge. Be a servant. Always have a servant mentality. How do I serve? I feel like the people that I know who live their life on service literally have the most. One of my favorite podcasts that I listen to is... Um, uh, by my league i think her instagram handle is at my league my taught you podcast and i i love 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 my league and and her teachings for me are focused around how do you become a servant and how do you become of service to other if you live your life thinking about how you become of service to other and not thinking about yourself and being self-centered you will see that just so many great things will come your way. So many opportunities will come your way. So many doors will be open because when you're walking through these doors, you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about how do you become of service to the next person or to the people around you. Um, the second thing I want to tip I want to leave around this topic is living a life of gratitude. This is going to be a separate topic I want to talk about by itself. And I really want to get feedback from you guys on because it's easier said than done but a tip for focusing on your focus is living a life of gratitude if you are truly grateful for who you are what you are what you have you would always leave your life above sea level always always because what people have wouldn't phase you because you're so grateful for what you have. You're grateful for your circumstances. You're grateful for your situation. And when God is blessing people around you, you'll be excited for them. Why? Because God is in the neighborhood. You know he's going to stop with you next. So living a life of gratitude is extremely important for focusing on your focus. One is point a sponge, absorbing as much information. Two is living a life of focus three which i talked about in one is living a life of service you should always want to be of service to other people that's why we're all on this earth man was created women was created to be of service to men i know that sounds extremely misogynistic especially coming from me but guys no that's not how i meant it not that type of not that type of service but we were all created to be of service Right, All humans are on earth to be of service to God. We do everything we do for his glory. Or we should do everything we do for God's glory. So, live your life as a sponge. Absorb as much as you can. And spread out what you absorb as much as you can. Take and give. Right? Um, live a life of service. Extremely, extremely important. And also live a life of gratitude gratitude allows you always to focus on your focus if it helps you to focus on your own yard it helps you to focus on your own things it helps you to celebrate others but most importantly it helps you to focus on your focus 
if you have any comment to share um, regarding what I just talked about or if you have maybe any other tips that I didn't add on or ideas please 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 leave a comment also please subscribe share the podcast with your friends um share it with your family your co-workers um oh and then lastly someone told me from the lab podcast that it they do not understand my accent now you know you're tripping my accent is not that bad and plus i don't plan on ever getting rid of it so I hope you guys get used to it. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Bye.